0: Hello! Welcome to Tay2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey.
1: In our last episode, we talked about Mastermind from Midnight's.
0: Oh, so good. Yeah. And we didn't get too many comments about what our shipped name should be. <laughs> so if you have any ideas, we're still waiting on uh, on that from y'all. I
1: what did andrew say devriel
0: devriel i'm into that one (laughs) and today we are discussing our last catch-up song from midnight's midnight rain we did
1: it guys we're
0: here we We made it it. the journey
1: (laughs) we're caught up to the alphabet Uh, after this episode
0: midnight rain is the sixth track on midnight's
1: midnight's was released on october 21st 2022 and this song was co-written by you guessed it, our guy, Jacket. <laughs> Midnight Rain charted at number five on the Billboard Hot 100.
0: I'm not sure if this one will be played on the tour. Um, Probably will. You know, it has the word midnight in it, so it most likely will be played. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if there will be enough time for this one, though, because I just there are so many other songs on this album that I think should play before this one. But I guess Midnight Rain is also a popular song. Yeah, it was like number five currently on Taylor Swift's like most popular songs listened to at the moment. I
1: definitely think that Midnight Rain is getting played at the tour.
0: Yeah, so it it probably... I
1: feel pretty certain about that. Cool. (laughs) But we'll see. We'll see. So, Devin, Mm -hmm. what do you think about Midnight Rain?
0: This is an interesting one. Moody and slow. I will say that it is not one of the tracks I've listened to very much. I think it is one of the least listened to on the album uh there are definitely a couple of other ones that i have only listened to i think once or twice and i've listened to this one more than that you know there are some aspects of it that are really pleasing there is this like really nice low warm synth sound throughout that kind of just has like this in, like atmospheric kind of feel to it is just like this wash this warm like <laughs> you know and, uh, underneath <laughs> mm, all, all mm-hmm. of what what's happening I very much enjoy that the chorus where Taylor does not have the effect on her voice is amazing mm. I wish that they did that every single time I wish that the effect didn't happen on this song I don't like it at all here I think that in Labyrinth, it works a little bit better because it's very, you know, it's at the end of the song mm. here. I mean, you and I both, when the, we first listened to this track, we're like, Whoa, what? Yeah. At the very beginning when it was just that affect and you're like, who is that? Like, yeah. What? why? Why is this happening? And then it happens again the first time through the chorus, but then the second time was it's just her and it, she doesn't have the affect on her voice, it's like it's so good. Mm-hmm. Like, her voice, her popping up onto the rain is just like it, oh god, it, it's just like so, so good. And so I don't get why they yeah. did it that way. The song would I I would have liked the song more if it was just Taylor's regular voice the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I think that if you don't like the part of this song, like, then you aren't going to really like the song because it is such a big part of the song. Yeah,
1: the effect, yeah.
0: Yeah, that the effect, yes. I really, really like the rhythm of the second verse. The part, the picture-perfect, shiny family, holiday, peppermint candy Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. how it just kind of rolls. Like, that's really, really good. And the final bridge and outro always makes me want to sing, which is more than they can say. And at least I did one thing right. Really? Uh, from Call It What You Want. Yeah. Oh, Definitely kind of get, like, this Call it What You Want vibe from the bridge, the outro-y thing. And then it kind of just, like, ends mm-hmm. the song. And so you're just kind of like, huh? It, it, <laughs> I don't know. You, you think that there might be another chorus or something, but it just, like, ends. And that's Midnight Rain. It's okay. You know? Like, it, it's fine. Like... <laughs>
1: feel like we're gonna get into all sorts of trouble with this one too Dan. yeah
0: I, I don't know i don't know there's a couple on here that are just like really not my vibe that's okay and, and and again i i do i really think that i would like this more if that at the effect on her voice like didn't exist yeah
1: i get that
0: like 100 this song would it would make this song like a hundred times better mm. i think so, Gab, what do you think about Midnight Rain?
1: Okay, before I go into my explanation, you said at one point that there are a couple songs on Midnights you've only listened to once or twice. Yeah. Like what? Is that true?
0: Uh, bigger Than the Whole Sky.
1: Okay, that's fair. Dear Reader. Really?
0: Yeah. Thanks. Sweet Nothing. Really? Yep. Aww. Think those ones. Wow. Oh, I haven't I haven't listened to The Great War very much either. Hmm. I actually kind of forgot that that song exists. Well,
1: yeah, it's just really funny how we have very different listening styles. Mm-hmm. Like when an album first comes out, until I know what I like or I don't, mm-hmm. I just keep playing the entire album over and over, first in order a couple times, then shuffle. But I'm always playing the whole album because I give each song its fair shot. But like the second you latch onto a song you like, you listen to that song like a ton. Yeah. It's so different.
0: Yeah, and now that we're like out of you know, the initial month or so of Midnight's, like, I'm listening to other stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm not like, I am not just a Taylor Swift listener. Like, I there's a whole bunch of other stuff that I I I listen to. I am
1: not either, but I am a majority Taylor Swift listener, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, you know, like, there's all of these other songs of Taylor Swift's that I really, really enjoy listening to. Yeah. You know, there's over 200 of them now, so it's like it's like, how often am I gonna listen to you know, Sweet Nothing?
1: I like that song a lot, <laughs> but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> Today is about Midnight Rain. So.
0: so. <laughs> today is about Midnight Rain.
1: I think I've mentioned this on some of our other uh, Midnight uh, episodes before, but when the album first came out, I was so distracted trying to figure out whose voice was on this song. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't even believe when I finally read that it was Taylor's voice altered, like with an effect on it, until I just kind of started listening to more, read the liner notes and I'm like, okay, I guess it's Taylor's voice. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Yeah. I'll say I don't dislike the effect as much as I once did. Mm-hmm. But I don't really like it either. Mm. It's not like it's grown on me. It's just that like I've gotten used to it and I like making my voice sound like that voice. Like <laughs> makes me laugh. Yeah. But I agree with you. I think I would have liked the song a lot more without that affect on it. Yeah. But I also like like that she took the chance and tried something new. Sure. But I agree with you. I think it does. It works a lot more in Labyrinth or even the beginning of Question because here it's so much a part of the song that feels distracting to me versus enhancing mm-hmm. to the song.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But when it is Taylor singing in her normal voice, I really like how she sounds yeah. in the song. Like she sounds so good. There's this quality to her voice and like the what you point out, like those different rhythms that like aren't quite like... I don't know. They're not quite like straightforward mm-hmm. that it just sounds so good. The lyrics, like it's, it's like kind of wordy, but she makes it work mm-hmm. and it sounds so beautiful the way she says all the words. Yeah. For and sure. so I really like how she sounds in the song. I really love the storytelling, telling opening with my town was a wasteland full of cages, full of fences, pageant queens and big protectors. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. Like, you can picture that world, that town, right away. Mm -hmm. And I really love how honest and vulnerable Taylor is in this song. Talking about wanting that pain Mm -hmm. and chasing that fame. She has some songs that explore fame and her feelings on it, like, outright. But she hasn't often written about, like, her rise to fame. And, like, that desire, Mm -hmm. that drive. Mm -hmm. And I think that this angle is really interesting. Yeah. And, like, kind of what that takes and what maybe you lose as you search for that, for sure. So I like that 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 she explored that idea from kind of a new, fresh angle, which she's constantly doing, which is so cool. Hmm. Also, like for the first time today, like yes, the song kind of just ends, but it has this like very cool fade out with like synths and like yeah, whoops and bops and sounds, and yeah. it's pretty different for Taylor. Yeah. I don't like necessarily like it, but I like that she tried something different with it. Sure, and I kind of feel that about. This song as a whole. Yeah. It's not one of my favorites from the album, but I also do like it. And I like a lot of the lyrics as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The lyric is interesting. And I am very interested to hear who you think it's about because I have a theory but I don't know if it's right or not.
1: Oh, we got a gossip dev. Yeah, no. We'll see. Devin, do you relate to Midnight Rain?
0: Can't really relate to this one. I I mean, I would like to think that I am the sunshine in every relationship that I've been in, so I would never, you know, think that I was the problem or the Midnight Rain, if you will. And I, it's also interesting because I don't know if Taylor thinks of Midnight Rain as a negative. Mm. However, it is an opposite to sunshine
1: the way you were you
0: are sunshine now as midnight rain is like they're polar opposites that can be very relatable in a relationship Is if the two people just don't gel at all mm. they're total opposites they're on totally different schedules one likes to wake up and enjoy the sunshine and the other person enjoys going out to bars at midnight and walking <laughs> in the rain you know yeah. or whatever yeah if we think of Midnight Rain is a negative and Sunshine is a positive, which could also be in this song because mm-hmm. she's definitely exploring some ideas of the negative effect that she has had on people. Mm, yeah. Be- because of what she's trying to do yeah. and her goals and all of that, then Midnight Rain is not me. I am more Sunshine.
1: Yeah. It's interesting because like I took it similarly, which I'll share, but also like then you think of the idea all of me changed like midnight rain. I Mm. don't really understand that part Mm. other than maybe it's like it rains at midnight. So then you wake up and it's like a new day, like fresh, maybe clean slate kind Mm -hmm. of a thing. But that's not really what she's saying there. She's just saying Mm. she changed like she wasn't who she was when she was with this person.
0: Right. So like I don't know. what what is the difference between regular rain and midnight rain?
1: Yeah. Share with us your thoughts if you have more thoughts on that. I just like couldn't really wrap my brain around like I could understand he was sunshine, I was midnight rain. Like mm-hmm. that seems like a pretty clear like juxtaposition, mm-hmm. but like all of me changed to like midnight rain. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really figure that part out.
0: I mean, that might be a thing. You go to sleep, there's rain in the middle of the night, and you wake up and it's like a fresh day. And, yeah. I don't know. Interesting.
1: Yeah. So let us know your thoughts, guys.
0: Yeah. So kind of relate, kind of don't relate. Gab, do you relate to Midnight Rain?
1: So though most of this song is about, you know, Taylor and her ex wanting different things in life. I really do feel like that line he was sunshine I was midnight rain is really interesting and like to me it screams depression Mm. which is kind of like how I relate to it like being in a relationship with someone who's like good and steady but like you feel like maybe you're bringing them down or bringing a rain cloud over them. Mm -hmm. When you're in a depressed state it's often hard not to feel that way Mm -hmm. and like feel like the state that you're in is pulling your partner down as well. For sure. So like I definitely relate to that lyric and like she talks about depression in antihero so i feel like that could be part of it Mm -hmm. in terms of like sunshine is definitely like a pretty clear like sunshine like Mm -hmm. you know and like the whole like i broke his heart because he was nice like all of Mm -hmm. that so it definitely feels like she's painting herself kind of in like a negative light Mm -hmm. or even just maybe an honest light like Mm -hmm. she clearly hurt this person but yeah so midnight rain kind of does feel like if you're calling yourself midnight rain it does kind of feel a bit more moody to me yeah
0: yeah very interesting that that line specifically mm-hmm. like how is she portraying herself here what does she want us to think what you know
1: what is the change that's like really the thing all of me changed like
0: my mm. well now you get to the segment of Gossip. <laughs> In Midnight Rain, we
1: find Taylor reflecting on a past love who shared different goals from her, ultimately leading to their parting and her breaking his heart because he was nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He wanted it comfortable. I wanted that pain. Mm. He wanted a bride. I was making my own name, chasing that fame. He stayed the same. All of Me Changed Like Midnight Rain. Hmm. So I get the person who stayed the same, and then she changed. Like, she became super famous, superstar. We'll figure out why Mm -hmm. eventually. It's like Midnight Rain. But Taylor chose to pursue her career and stardom over settling down with this person. Right. So that's who, they stayed the same, and she changed. Yeah. So the internet has two different feelings about who this song is about. Some say Tom Hiddleston because of...
0: That's who I think.
1: Yeah, because of the lyric, jumping off things in the ocean could be referencing taylor's famous fourth of july party that the two spent together some feel it could be about taylor lautner um you know famously dumped by taylor and back to december who's now married and definitely kind of comes off as like a family man some people on the internet think this is because of a line in twilight new moon about his character jacob where bella tells him you're like your own son personally I think that this song is about someone that Taylor dated before she was famous, Hmm. who was not famous themselves, perhaps from her hometown, as it's mentioned in the song, Mm. like that's for a reason. Okay. And the lyric that really makes me think this is... It came like a postcard, picture-perfect, shiny family, holiday peppermint candy, but for him it's every day. Mm. This lyric makes me imagine Taylor seeing a holiday card or an Instagram post of an ex with their full family, which kind of like prompts her to think about how different their lives and paths have been Mm -hmm. since they dated. Mm -hmm. And then also the lyric, and he never thinks of me except when I'm on TV, Mm. also leads me to think that this is not about someone famous. Sure. Not necessarily, but that's kind of just how I feel. And like someone read it actually connected it to the Fearless Vault song, We Were Happy. Mm. And the lyric, talking about your daddy's farm, you were going to marry me. Mm. And I I, kind of could see that, you know, especially in a small town in the South and stuff, people get married younger. Hmm. people you know marry the high school sweetheart all the time
0: oh isn't she from pennsylvania
1: well she's from pennsylvania but she went to high school in tennessee Hmm. so it could be either hometown Hmm. i think she considers both her hometown
0: i mean you know anywhere it could be that place yeah a farm yeah anywhere yeah
1: so i just think it's it's about her pre-fame days like that makes the most sense to me in the context of the song Hmm. a lot of people jump to hiddleston and lautner because like we know that she broke up with both of them. Yeah. Well, we don't know for sure, but we assume from lyrics and context clues.
0: Yeah, I just kind of like connect this with like getaway car.
1: Interesting. A little bit.
0: I don't know. He he was the nice guy, and Tom Hiddleston, and and she like she kind turned of turned like him in as Trainsinger, yeah. Interesting. And she chased the fame, and he he's just also a really married. Nice guy. I'll say, yeah.
1: It's interesting. I just, like, I really see it as, like, this normal guy she dated, she gets their holiday card, mm-hmm. and she's just like, oh, my God, can you imagine if i had end up with him? This would be my life. I wouldn't be Taylor Swift. Yeah, theft.
0: yeah, that's Like, true. right? It's yeah. so
1: weird to think about that. And also, I think, too, like, thinking about, like, if you see, like, someone who you dated or someone you were friends with or had a thing with or whatever suddenly is married with kids, you're like, whoa. Yeah, for sure. It's, like, a weird thing. Oh, yeah. So that's, like, kind of what this song is feels like to me okay and then also as i mentioned in the relate section this song and like describing yourself as midnight rain and as a, a partner as sunshine like definitely makes me think of depression mm-hmm. which also made me think about the long pond studio sessions and aaron desner opening up about his depression and how it affects his relationship sure because he's like talks like really like I don't know, just in a really well way about like what it's like to have depression and then like worry about how you're affecting your partner. Yeah. And so it just made me think of that as well, even though like he doesn't didn't work on this song. I think that that's kind of like a universal feeling for people with mental illness in some ways. Mm-hmm. Midnight Rain is the only track on the album that features the word midnight in the title.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is.
1: And this track, as we've said many times in this uh, episode, features a low distorted voice at the beginning of the song and throughout, and as mentioned before, this voice is Taylor herself.
0: Yeah, it's weird.
1: Yeah. So do you like my explanation? Does it make sense to you?
0: Yeah, and I mean, obviously, like, it could totally be somebody that she was seeing, you know, maybe when she was touring her Taylor Swift stuff like before she was like a super pop star. Yeah,
1: too. That you could know? be. Or yeah. like
0: Even Fearless era, you know, she wasn't gigantic yet.
1: Yeah, I mean it could be. I mean that's kind of more like even Taylor her territory mm. that timing. Yeah.
0: I mean before the Taylor Swift stuff like she was really young, she was a teenager. Yeah,
1: you know? but but, like, that doesn't mean that teenagers don't, like, talk about the future of marriage, you know, especially in a small town. Mm. People do stay in their hometown and get married to mm. someone else from their hometown. Yeah, that's true. You know, even, like, you know, my hometown wasn't that small. There are so many people from my hometown married to other people from my hometown. Who we even met later in life, too.
0: Oh, yeah. So many people in Manchester stayed in Manchester and married their high school sweethearts and stuff. For sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. Devin, what's your favorite line in Midnight Rain?
0: I like the line, my boy was a montage, a slow motion love potion.
1: Ooh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Sultry.
0: <laughs> Very interesting. My boy was a montage. Like... When she remembers him, does she remember him in like, yeah, like a montage of like their greatest hits or whatever, or like they're the, the moments mm. when they, you know, they're at the lake, they're at, on a roller coaster, they're going ice skating, yeah. they're eating, eating dinner, truck. you know, like all of these moments, yeah. just like boom, 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 seeing this montage play. But then a slow motion love potion, like weird, right? Like, Did she drink the love potion? Was he drinking a love potion? Was she trying to make him drink? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I know. So I guess my point is, is that the lyric is really cool and whatever, but some of them are kind of like, huh? Mm. In the song.
1: But I like that. I feel like that's kind of how poetry is in a lot of ways. I guess. Yeah. I don't know.
0: What is a slow motion love potion? Is it a slow like, acting love yeah, potion? Yeah, like
1: she fell in love with him slowly if they were young. He was a montage. Mm-hmm. Jumping off things in the ocean sounds very mm-hmm. useful to me. Yeah, for sure. I like that though. I do. When you think about like, you know, past moments in your life or like times of your life and stuff, it is kind of like a montage. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain moments you remember and then there's a ton of moments in between that you just don't remember. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Gab, what's your favorite line?
1: I love introspective Taylor. So <laughs> I really like, so I peered through a window, a deep portal, time travel, all the love we unraveled, and the life I gave away. Oh,
0: wow. It's deep. Yeah?
1: And just like, she could have had that, like, you know, he wanted it comfortable, I wanted that pain. She could have mm. had that comfortable, easy life, but she couldn't have because she's Taylor Swift. But like, if she, if different roads had led her there she could have mm. that could have been her family with those kids she could already have like three kids oh yeah i think about this kind of stuff all the time because of sliding doors which <laughs> i think we've brought up on this uh podcast before but it's this Gap's 90s movie. movie it's not my favorite movie but it's a movie i really like it was formative it's a 90s movie starring gwyneth paltrow <laughs> it's like in one version timeline of her life she makes a train and in another she misses it and her life completely diverges from this one moment and you have to watch both timelines Uh and I'm someone who likes timeline stuff I like multiverses like all that (laughs) stuff I think it's interesting to think about (laughs) what if um yeah and so like I love this idea like this time travel and like the life she gave away could have been a different life And, like, I'm not really, like, a what-if person at all, but I just find it interesting, like, alternate timelines, you know? Like, if I had, like, you know, married my high school sweetheart who I thought I was supposed to be with, like, Uh I would be divorced by now. Like, we were not – no, I mean, it's not a slight. We were not suited for each other. It's not, you know, just that person. It's literally that we were so not right for each other. But when, like, you're, like, young, you don't always see all those things. Mm. You haven't lived all of those different life and – you know, interests and whatever. And, like, some people meet someone young and they grow together and it works. But that's not always the case. Yeah. And so it's interesting thinking about, like, those decisions you make and how other ones could be like, whoa. Yeah. You know? Or even people who, like, had asked you out and then, like, completely took a different path of life and, like, are living in, like, a foreign country or something. You know? Like, I don't know. There's just very interesting timelines.
0: Yeah. Like, seeing where maybe, like, your high school crush is now, there's no way that we would have been compatible because, yeah, you're right, like, they're living in Thailand or, like... Yeah, and you're you just know? like, wow,
1: like... <laughs> and, yeah, and just, like, how different your life goes depend on who you choose to keep and mm-hmm. hold on to in your life. Yeah.
0: Yeah, very interesting. I
1: like it. I love, I you know, uh, big into time travel stuff, you know? The TV show Loki also mm. deals with ideas like this, different variants of ourselves and... I don't know. Find it interesting. Okay, Devin. Mm-hmm. From one to ten, picture perfect postcards. Oh, great. Love the alliteration. alliteration. What do you give Midnight Rain?
0: <laughs> I will give Midnight Rain five picture perfect postcards. Oh boy, okay. Yeah. Okay. Totally listenable. There are some really cool parts of it, you know? It's just I don't really jive with that affect on her voice. Mm-hmm. And it is pretty slow-moving, and so, you know, if I'm not in that kind of a mood, I'm not going to listen to that kind of a song, Mm -hmm. you know. So I will give it five. Gab, from 1 to 10 Picture Perfect Postcards, what do you give, Midnight Rain?
1: I give Midnight Rain seven Picture Perfect Postcards. I really like the lyrics of this song. I really like how thought-provoking it is. I really like how introspective it is and like she never she says like she never thinks of him except for on midnights like this like just this idea of like lying in bed thinking about something or thinking about what ifs or thinking about how your life could have been different if you weren't taylor swift like mm-hmm. it's really interesting concept to me so i really like this song for that reason but cool. just think of how much more i would have liked it without
0: yeah.
1: affect you know yeah, for sure yeah Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tay to Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Yeah. Let us know what you think about a slow motion love potion.
0: Oh, do you love this song? Do you
1: agree or disagree with Devin? <laughs> we love these comments. We love, yeah. No. We want to hear it all. And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast.
0: Yes, and thank you as always to our patrons. You are the absolute best. Thank you. Well, next episode, we'll be covering our first R song. Yeah, we made it to We're R. We're here. Guys,
1: we did it.
0: And it is Ready For It. From reputation. Yes,
1: yes. And we are so ready for it. So ready. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gav.
0: This has been Tay to Z.
1: Thanks for listening. See you next time.